There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. To another episode of Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. I am Ashton Keenan and I am the host of this thing. Um, sitting in front of me today, Joanne, I was yeah. constantly, of course I was, <laughs> Joanne DeCorte and her husband Will DeCorte. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. So just in case, because um, I'm sure we probably have fans listening of Karen uh, lovely girly bits you are the sister the sister <laughs> your lovely girly sister oh I am <laughs> and your lovely girly sister's husband what does Karen have a nickname for you Will Wilbert Wilbert she always call me Wilbert yeah okay can I call you Wilbert or you can call me Wilbert it's okay am I crossing yeah, no no it's okay <laughs> okay so Wilbert um, <laughs> so yeah I, the reason I wanted to have um, Joanne and Will on is because from their, they actually have podcasts Meet the Decortes right yes yeah. that's it um, and because of that and because I know Karen and Joanne I kind of have a kind of from the outskirts sort of overview of you what you've gone through in the last few years in terms yeah. of fertility and trying to have a baby so um for anyone who's listening that is interested in you know fertility infertility um scheduling in the ride all that good stuff um Joanne Willer pretty much experts at yes. this stage scheduling the ride well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> experts are scheduling stuff. <laughs> um, so, pipe down, Wilbert. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to just, I, I actually, do you know, I, I know little bits and pieces about what you guys have gone through as a, yeah. as a pair, but not the whole story. So, yeah. I'd love to know, literally from the beginning, take it away, what was kind of your process? Well, we got married in May 2014. Right. Um, so that's that was five years ago, quick five, five years ago, <laughs> yes. So kind of after honeymoon, we came back and we we're like, but when do you know when you're supposed to have a baby mm. and try and whatever? So we we're like, okay, we'll just start trying now and just kind of see what happens. So, and so when you say start trying, was it like take the goalie out of the goalpost? Pretty or, much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't a case of like actively like this is this is the plan. Oh, oh no. Oh, no it's no, like no. let's just stop using protection okay. and just yeah. gotcha. go for it. And gotcha. hey, look yeah, at yeah. us, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, I, and I don't think we were kind of really like, we weren't really wanted to rush into the whole thing anyway. Yeah. But when we kind of were in the frame of mind that we wanted to have kids, mm. it was kind of like, okay, it's just let's get to it more or less for want yeah. of a better term yeah and that's a good term <laughs> and then it's kind of it kind of gets a bit difficult then when you're like having to buy the kits and stuff and all that yeah because sort of like right? we started off thinking you know grand <laughs> like a yeah. month or two trying and woohoo it'll happen and yeah. it didn't i think that's what most people think right yeah that's and certainly yeah. what i yeah. what i'm anticipating like yeah. yeah and then like after six months kind of nothing happened we were like okay not to worry you know keep trying and in the back of your head it's like 
I don't want to go to the doctor because then I'm, make, I'm confirming that it might be an issue. So let's just try the ovulation kits and see if that helps and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah. obviously it didn't. So what's just for, because I know people listening might, um, <coughs> they, there's people listening who might be in this, a similar yeah. process. There's people listening who might be about to start trying. There's people listening who might be 20 and not have a clue what an ovulation kit is. So just for, for someone who might not know. Yes ovulation kits what's kind of the story there you can buy them really cheap online okay. and you basically just dip it in your wee and it will tell you kind of where in your cycle you are in relation to ovulation so is it a good time to have sex now for it to work and get pregnant gotcha. or will you be a little bit longer waiting because like it can technically it's usually i think between day 12 and 16 but okay. depending on your cycle depending how you know, on time it is or whatnot. I know a girl at work, she ovulates really early, whereas some people might not ovulate until day 20. So it's trying to get that window, kind of know exactly no when you should be doing it. Is, is no the same, I, right? Yeah. I don't think we ever cracked it either because okay. I think maybe like on the actual kid, it gives like a smiley face to say you're like ovulating. But yeah. maybe we got that once and we were never able to actually, you, you, talk, you talk about scheduling sex and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's very hard to actually, we found it difficult to get into that frame of mind of actually scheduling sex. Like, yeah. I yeah. don't think it was really like that, which was, that yes. was kind of good in a way. We a were, thing in a way, yeah. Yeah, we, we were like, you know, trying and trying to actually have a baby and stuff like that. And just, but we were never like, you know, I think it was Monica and Friends or something. That, like, yeah, it was never now. like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, God, yeah. it's two o'clock, yeah. I'm ovulating, let's go. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of, when I thought I could be ovulating soon, it was maybe every kind of two to three days because the sperm should be in your body for three days before it yeah, comes yeah, out for yeah. it to be like the best Optimum. sperm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, were you using the ovulation sticks in conjunction with an app or anything like that? I, I had an app called, oh, I think it's Ovia, Ovia Health. And yeah. I still use that just as a period tracker because yes. I do forget when it's happening. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I use an app called Flow, which is why ah, I asked. It's also, it's a period tracker, but you, it, it kind yeah. of kind of every day you could yes every day you can put in kind of how you're feeling and what's going on internally Mm -hmm. and whatnot and it gives you symptoms yeah it gives you an idea whether it's accurate or not don't know don't know yeah but yeah so we were trying that nothing happened and then i think it was the august of the following year we were like okay i'm now 35 and we've been trying for a year let's just go to our GP and just see what she has to say, okay. yeah. And was it really a case of like that? Because I mean, I, I'd be very much like, if I have a toothache, I'll be like, no, no, I don't need a dentist because oh, I know yeah. exactly the dentist will yeah. tell me yeah. that yes. I need a filling yeah. yes. and I'll have to go through yes. the cost and, that's and why, the pain. And the they say, I think when you're, I think over 34, if it takes more than six months to go to your GP just to get some bloods done okay. and under 34, it could take up to a year. So I was like, I am waiting that 12 months just in case because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to believe that it could be an issue. Okay, yeah. yeah. And did you, did you, Will, have any suspicions there might be an issue? Were you, were you feeling chill about the whole thing? How no, like I, th- I do think like, you know, together we would have spoken about like there may be a possibility of like, it's nearly 12 months. We started in August 2015, 14. 2014. Yeah. And we did it until, <laughs> did it. We did it until <laughs> continually non-stop for the whole year. <laughs> to August 2015. <laughs> And uh, we're kind of like at the stage, like, right, when we come back from holidays, maybe we should take a look and see what the story is okay. and maybe make that move. But let's let's just keep going up until August and see what happens. Because we've gone on holiday with Karen, Joanne, our family back in the May. Mm. And we weren't sure whether or not we'd go to the doctor. But it's kind of like, as you said, I don't have a toothache. 
because I've bust two. I literally have to you go. Know, like, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, there's know something possibly up. wrong. And we didn't chat about it too much because, again, if you talk about it, you're making it real. And yeah. you don't want to That's think That's going to make things that. even worse as well. Yeah. Like everybody's turned around to say, look, just relax. Uh, if you're trying, do don't try. Don't yeah. think about it too like, much. If you stop thinking, exactly. it'll happen. Did you get a lot of unsolicited? Yeah, like, yes, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, a lot. Yes, we yeah. did. Yes, it's like that's the thing. And you the know, second you're married, it just comes from everywhere. It's just a wave. Like work, you know, if someone's yeah. talking about boogies, do I need you listening to you're that? Next. And it's like, yeah, yeah you're next. Yeah. When is it happening? And did you get? Because I know. I mean, obviously, as a woman, yeah. I, I've been getting a lot of that. I got married. Uh, sorry, sorry, I'm so sorry. Two, Two years, years ago. ago in September. Okay. Thanks, Will knows. <laughs> I just know Karen going to the wedding. Was you know that was two years. He knows Karen's <laughs> schedule. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I got married just coming up on two years ago, and um, I know as a woman, I get that a lot. But yeah. I don't know if my husband has gotten it. Do you, yeah. ha- did you? Yeah, feel I would have like? felt that. Like I think in work, like really, it certainly yeah. was. Like people would say it to you, or my friends would say it to you, like that. You know, you know your next wink, wink, right, kind okay. of type thing. And did, did um, that put you under pressure? Like, did you feel pressure from that? No, but to be... Or was in, it all just like, like, oh, it is. Oh, yeah, it was more it like is. that. Yeah, okay. But I think the more we got into that first year, it was kind of like, you're more like, oh, I really would like that now. I would like it to actually... I wish it would start happening. Because we came from a point in our... Just having been married that we're a bit laissez-faire about it. Like, we were like, ah, it'd be grand. You know, have kids. We'll have two or three. Great, whatever. But when you're not... It's not happening. The more and more you want something. Like, if you can't actually have it yet you really want it so bad, you're more wound up in yourself to want mm-hmm. it as well. So if someone yeah. says it to you, if you start to feel a little bit, oh, geez, I would really want that now. And it's okay. like anything in life, yeah. I guess. Okay, yeah. So as time has passed, and mm. it went from being like, yeah, that that's going to happen for us, of course yeah. it is, to, oh, I really want this to happen now. Yeah, okay. yeah pretty much. And did you find that as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the more you thought about wanting it, the more you wanted it. Yeah, yeah. and that's why you kind of have to take that brave step and just go to the doctor okay and so get checked i don't know did you just go to your gp yeah, the, yeah. we didn't know either yeah, I, and like i wouldn't have yeah like we've a lovely relationship with our gp she's an absolute dote and okay. we just both rocked up one day and it's like okay well we've been trying a year nothing's happening what what do we do so she was there going well at your age you know you've kind of gotten to the year you need to get some tests done so you can kind of gave us let's say two or three options of different fertility clinics we could go to and said, you know, if you go there, I can refer you to whatever one you want and kind of go meet them, have the test done and see what happens. And back then, we didn't really know anyone that had gone through this. So we didn't know to research the clinics to kind of find out what we needed. We were like, that one sounds okay. Okay, let's go there. Like it was literally just some We just took for granted what she said to us. She said like, and we figured like she's our GP. She's like, she's going to make the best recommendation she knows. So she sent us off to a clinic inside in town here. Um, and when we arrived, we met with the doctor and they were super nice, mm. but it's like, right, have all this documentation. This is all we need to get done. This is what you need to get done. And it was just like a tidal wave of everything coming down at us, right. trying to understand what was going on. And as far as we know, like we thought like the lights of IVF would be literally stick the egg into a petri dish and have like the sperm like fertilized egg yeah right simple as that yeah but it's not it's not like that there's so many terms there's so many things like she was talking about stuff that we had an absolute clue about yeah so it was just coming at us like that must have been overwhelming yeah it was completely yeah. overwhelming yeah. and can i ask as well like uh i can only imagine i don't know if um if you guys have like private health insurance or anything like that but was the cost overwhelming yeah yeah the cost like, to get was... those initial tests even yeah yeah, I th- I'm trying to remember back. I think the initial test. Five hundred. I think it was nearly eight hundred. Oh yeah. Okay. And that was 
before we even went, okay, this is the issues, this is what you're going to need IVF-wise, so and this is how much test. it's yeah. going to cost, whether or not we even want to go for the IVF, just to figure out what was going on and would it work, was like, cough up 800 euros and just see what happens. And, so, and that could have, that could have, like that 800 euros essentially just was to pay for those tests. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was, then they and wheel the out consultation the visits as well. It's literally yeah. going into a restaurant and, a friend of mine, Jen Ryan, she does a podcast with her friend. It's called Under Motherhood. She does all fertility-based stuff. Okay. Because uh, she's gone through IVF. And she's recently done a piece on how clinics do literally roll out the menu to you with all these different add-ons and extras and how they're all, like, you know, saying this could help, that could help. Like, we'll get into it in a minute. But, like, they're yeah. just it just seems so, I don't know, for people who are coming in off the street getting this menu of sorts, it's kind of like, well, what the hell is all this about? Like, and what because is... Does it feel a little bit commercial? Yeah, go, oh God, yeah. I know, because yeah. you're going in there to, like, start your family and that it's meant so, to it's be It's such, kinda... like, a personal thing and yeah. such a heartbreaking thing having to do that. So when they're saying, this is going to help and this will help and it's an extra two, three, four, five, eight hundred, yeah. a thousand euros, they're going to go, okay, I'll do whatever I can afford. I'll take everything yeah. if I can afford it and you may not even need it. Yeah. yeah. So do you think... I don't I don't. Are we slandering IVF clinics <laughs> here? But, like, do you think that that is, you know, a thing that... Uh, you know they're inevitably good it's a business they're trying to make extra yeah. money from it's vulnerable. hard not to see past that I don't think. yeah yeah okay and did you guys feel that a little bit yes yeah. certainly yeah. here yes okay, okay. We will, here, say we'll when get you say here you mean in, in ireland, in ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah i would say we'll get into that when we yeah, start about the clinic like if i think if you were to walk through the door if there was a little bit more like kid gloves and they treated you more like you didn't know nothing rather okay, than yeah. plonking you in front of an IVF, um, let's say, doctor or whatever, yeah. and then giving you the lowdown as to what is possibly wrong, what you need to get tested. I think you'd be more inclined to be at more comfort or ease when you actually walk through those doors. Yeah. Because um, we'll talk about we went to Spain for another round of it later on, but they were completely... It was just we, cooked, like chocolate like, cheese. Was yeah, completely, completely different. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so then after you go, so you did get the tests. I we had test you, you, done. I think right. they started from like maybe the August, and it wasn't until I think the November, December that mm. everything was done. Because some, for me, it was at a certain time of the month that this test could be done, yeah, and one of them I had done had to be cancelled and had to be done the following month. Okay, you had to get your guys tested twice. Yeah. I had to go for like a I think it was a H what was it the H- HSG H- HSG kind of thing where they put like a dye up you to help clear any blockages in case it's there and to make okay. sure in like, like into fallopian tubes exactly okay. yes and so are where because I have no idea um, were any of the tests like particularly invasive or were they kind of well I've never had so many people down there before <laughs> looking at me okay. and so many things up me but okay. like <laughs> nothing hurt okay like everything like I know from the HSG uh, Jen who had it done before she was saying it'll it'll hurt it's quite sore people are saying take two Panadol just in case okay and I went in and he was like okay that's done I was like I didn't even know it began okay. so I think so everyone's experiences like, are just so like different test-esque like not even as bad as a smear okay. like it was because some people like I find smear tests to be completely fine yeah, yeah. whereas I do know of people who have you know a tough time yeah you know so maybe it is just a case of depending on what's depends going on the person down or there going yeah. <laughs> and were, was any of your testing invasive will no no okay you ba- just had to basically jerk off into a cup okay sorry you disgusting. had it easy so that's kind of, that actually that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is and you go in there and it's like a plethora of porn everywhere really you yeah, had, it's, it's was, really weird what was the video like, that was on was it my neighbour's a hoe or something yeah <laughs> 
my neighbor's my neighbor's a whole part two. <laughs> my neighbor's specifically part yeah. two. So yeah. fans of part one, there yeah. is a part, there is part two. two. Oh my god! So you just go into like yeah a room and there's just porn. And yeah, I might okay, say that's so tough for the guy because you know you're there to do this for this. Joanne, I have no, I don't have any sympathy at all. <laughs> no, we no, we basically have to have a smear <laughs> test and they get to go in and just have a wank. Like, Pleasure yeah, Absolutely. And so come here when you like. <laughs> did you um did you have to give give the sperm fresh directly like was it was time of the essence or could you like you could oh, for test it was fine the okay. test was completely fine okay, so the test so. what they're trying to find is uh when it comes to sperm mm-hmm. they're looking for a number of different things they're looking for how much you've got okay a regular male my age I'm 34 I was 31 then uh you should have about 10 million sperm okay. per go Oh, per go. Okay, right. Uh, my, and they're also looking for something called the motility, which is how fast they can like swim and all that sort okay. of stuff. Yeah. And the morphology. So a sperm is like, it nearly has like a helmet on top, right. more or less. Okay. And it's so that it breaks through the egg and that's morphology. Gotcha. Um, what they're only able to tell me was like, my sperm was really low at the time when I got the test done. It was like uh, 1.2 million. Okay. So it should be 10 million. Gotcha. Um, she was like, did you, were you sick or did you have the flu recently? And I did have the flu about three or four weeks ago, but like it shouldn't be that low. I talked to them at the time. So yeah. that was kind of like a red flag immediately okay. for them. More okay. And what about your motility and all that kind of they stuff? They couldn't because my, my sperm was so low. They were like, oh, forget about it. <laughs> you know, okay. So I'm you open straight away. Yeah. You were like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. there's so few of yeah. them that the motility doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Get much. out of the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. But in fairness, what they were saying like when you do come back so once we've done our tests stuff uh, in january of 2016 they're like okay come back we're going to do the actual whole full cycle so joanne had to go on um i think some sort of thing called down regulation yeah it was like a nasal spray that would stop ovulation so they could kind of get my body in order so when i start pumping myself full of the drugs it would mm. kind of kick everything back in order so they had the control over my cycle and that happened via a nasal spray yeah i yeah. take it three times a day my alarm going off and work and it's like quick okay that done a nasal now. spray a nasal spray that is insane. yeah yeah it's she just would, mad I, like when you said nasal spray i was like where does she have to put this <laughs> thing now? where does she have, like i was like is this an actual nasal spray or is this something else? <laughs> um oh my god okay so so uh, you had the test you, so, your sperm count was low yeah. and Did my egg count was low so okay. they do a test low called for your age at the time yeah so okay. they do a thing called amh which right. is to kind of get to know your ovarian reserve and for someone my age again i was 35 mm. it was let's say lower than what it should be but they were like you still have sperm you still have eggs the icsi was the best form of ivf for us to do so okay. there's so that is so icsi so you've got regular ivf okay where they literally take the petri dish put the egg in it, put the sperm in it, and go, there you go, hope and for they, the best. And they stick it in you then? Yeah, yeah they let them That's kind of ideas. fertilize naturally themselves, whereas okay. ICSI, they're getting the eggs, they're looking for the best sperm, they're injecting yeah. each egg with the sperm, okay. and hey. for the fertilizing them for us because yeah. the egg count would be, let's say, lower. Okay. And then kind of hopefully okay. it all goes to plan. And so ICSI was the one you went for? Yes. Right, in in the Irish clinic, am yes. I right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And again, not to be crude, but was the was the cost involved in that massive? Yes. Yes, it was. A, it was about four and a half grand. Okay. And then more on top of that as well. Yeah. I think so it can do that to do that one fertilization process. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. So basically, they, that was the four and a half grand. But when I mentioned add-ons, they're like, all right, there's something called um, oh, what's it called? It's like a glue. <laughs> this sounds okay. terrible. All right. So like they can throw some glue in, 
And then when they put the fertilized egg into Joanne, with the glue inside her uterus, hopefully it will stick better to the wall. Okay, <laughs> and then they also okay. do another thing where, again, I can't remember the correct term, but instead of, let's say, just a photo of each embryo yeah, yeah. per day, it was like Monitoring. every 20 minutes there was a photo so they could see exactly how it was developing. developing. And okay. they said it was better for whatever reason. And that was an extra God knows how many hundreds if not over so a thousand euros the for that. in the, the, the dish, so yeah. we say, they yeah. take yes. pictures of it every, every 20, 20 minutes. minutes yeah. yeah. Like, so it's like alarm monitoring or something. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. so you're constantly checking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So and, I and think that cycle by itself with like the first load of tests, kind of the ICSI mm. and the add-ons was I think over 7,000. Okay, for yeah. everything. Yeah. Mm. And the implantation then. Yes. So did you get to that stage? We, with the yeah, we, we did. did. Like we, I had to take the nasal spray to kind of stop everything. Okay. And well, then, what about like I sometimes hear things like injections and things. Yeah. Was, yeah. So okay. did the nasal spray, and right. then they brought me in to make sure everything looked fine, nothing was happening. Okay. And then we started gonal F, which is an injection that was done once every evening. Okay. Uh, when you started that, I had to let's say go to the clinic five days later, and it's like a lot of hormones to stimulate the ovaries to produce more eggs than usual. Okay. So I'd go into the clinic, and they'd kind of just do a little internal um, scan to kind of measure the eggs, see how they're growing, yeah. come back and three days see how they're growing okay. come back again and as they're getting bigger and bigger you go back every day right. they need to get them I think it was like between 17 and 20 millimeters okay. and then they knew okay that's the right size this to do a, this collection been a massive time drain for you oh yeah they're like both our jobs where we worked were like super good oh about my god it, so great. good yeah well like, that's so yeah. it's like that's yeah. thankfully because yes otherwise I mean if you the had a stress if, they yeah. didn't know, if you had a job yeah. that wasn't necessarily yeah. very flexible yeah. yeah that must be virtually impossible yeah I it mean going in every day to a, yeah. a particular clinic because like, it's yeah. so time, time there's a lot of time constraints around like of course you know, yeah. it's just and I mean what you know obviously you guys are both based in Dublin right yeah. so mm. you're near the clinic what yeah. if someone was in Carlo and they were going you know people would come up yeah, yeah we met people in clinics who would come up that morning or come up the night before and it spend would just time be taking hotels. time off work I time don't know how work, yeah. Yeah. yeah gosh I, I, these are the things that you that never even crossed your mind because yeah. there is no funding at all for it like well there is maybe now I'm not too sure because mm-hmm. we kind of like dipped out of the whole thing but yeah. like I think there might be funding now but there certainly wasn't funding back then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which means is you're self-funding a lot of it like yeah, you know yeah, there's yeah. some people like uh, there's a charity called Pomegranate that right. help out people who have or need IVF and then they'll, they'll help pay towards it, which is really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, there's no one really giving you no. any yeah. help. And so after that, that first time and that big cost and that big outlay, what happened then was that? So it got to the point where it was time for um, egg collection. So get the call and they're like, okay, you know, your collection will be in 36 hours time. So within 36 hours, you take your trigger shot which is kind of vials and needles and you're mixing like saline solution with the powder to you, I felt like a nurse we're on like mm. YouTube yeah. trying to figure out how to do all this because I showed you once like two weeks ago and you forgot and yeah of course so you're doing this injections like just into your backside or somewhere into my stomach the lower part of my okay. stomach yeah so we're doing all that then went in for egg collection and they said you had to go give your sample yeah. I was sedated brought in they did whatever they did took out the eggs came back met you in kind of the little cubicle yeah. and after maybe 50 minutes they said that okay you've collected seven eggs and we we're like okay well that's great because at the time 
not many, not as many as what I've heard or read online were growing. People had maybe between 12 and 16, okay. whereas I had around six to eight at the time. So seven to come out of that, I thought was good. Good, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then the next day we got a call to say out of those seven eggs, I think six had fertilized. Oh. Again, which is really good. It usually halves at that point. Okay. Um, and then we get a, another call on day three to say we had five embryos that were still growing, which was great. Day four, they don't do anything with them because it's a critical time. Okay. And then day five, we got a call and said there was three embryos, one good, two not so good. So come in the next day for a transfer. Okay. So transfer is when they stick it in, basically. Yeah. Okay. So you have to go with a full bladder, which I took to the extreme. And okay. I remember sitting <laughs> in the waiting room going, I am in so much pain. I have to go. I've never had to go so bad. And um, they were like, do you need to go? And I was like... I want a baby if labor can't be you know it has yeah, to be yeah, worse yeah, than yeah. this so I'll <laughs> yeah, hold on yeah, to yeah. it like until that happens yeah. so that ha- and isn't that mad that that's the mindset that you're in you're literally yeah. like I will do whatever anything yeah, if yeah. any little yeah. tiny thing can make yeah. this better make our chances better yeah. I'll do it like. and like the, the whole time we're trying to just be as positive about it all and as upbeat and every day it was like well just focus on today's injection I'm not going to think about after that just kind of focus on day by day and we'll be taking pictures of my first injection going way and then the last injection just to kind of make it memorable hoping that if it did work we have the memories of when it started and the last injection before it happened and can i ask you know through this whole process were you guys conscious of like your sex life were you like oh we better not do it now because the sperm we need will sperm to be extra fresh and then i was even terrified that with all the injections and the hormones i was taking if we did have sex and it did work could his sperm go into like five eggs and what would happen so i was like there wasn't very much there it wasn't going to go no i know but i was like don't come near me and then save yourself because he can't can't do anything until like if he's given a sample on the friday yeah he has to either we have to have sex on the Tuesday or do whatever yeah. so yeah. it's fresh so it's only yeah. three days old when he I gives his you. next okay, sample yeah, so yeah, yeah. okay so you did like that That you did have to kind of think about that yes yeah, process. Yeah. yes and did that I mean that must be that must have been difficult was it or it was you, but at the same time it's like you're you're kind you of you have you have a goal and yeah. you're trying to focus on that and you'll do anything to get that goal and yeah. if it means just you know abstaining from sex for a couple of days or weeks or whatever you'll do that it'll just be so worth that, it in the long run yeah exactly yeah okay so you didn't you that was just another thing on the list. Yeah, yeah of it was like another, another thing, like another injection, and just kind of okay, get on so with it. Because as far as yeah, we're concerned, yeah. it's like we're doing this IVF. It's you're getting a helping hand. We're not thinking that this won't work. This is hundred percent going to work. This is what we've paid for, and this is science. And we think, okay. And you hear it working for people. You don't yeah. hear that it doesn't work for yeah. people. Yeah. It might take one, two, three goes, but it eventually works. people yeah. have. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so that was kind of your first go. You went in for the... Yeah, um, had the transfer. The transfer. Um, and then the next day they called to say that the other two eggs weren't good enough quality to freeze, which would yeah. cost more money. Um, so it was just that one egg. And then we had the two weeks to wait then before we had, had to get a blood test then to see if it worked. Okay. Um, and, and did you have to do anything in the interim? Did you have to lie upside down sing songs <laughs> dance around and they didn't the give you anything but yeah. i was eating pineapple core i oh, was yeah, doing whatever yeah. i had read online that okay. aids it i was doing everything and okay. like as a girl like every month you know your body and yeah. you know when your period's coming you feel it, every yeah. day i'm like 
I sneezed twice. I have to Google, does that mean I'm pregnant? And you're Googling and <laughs> yeah. someone's yeah. like, oh my God, I sneezed twice. And I got pregnant. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to happen. Yeah, you yeah. just, you don't yeah. think straight at all. Yeah. Like I hadn't got a clue what was going on. Yeah. Um, and then the day before, we didn't do any home pregnancy tests because I thought if I do one Jinx and it's positive, could that be a false positive? Yeah. Okay. If I do one and it's negative, You'll be it might be a false negative and it might still be I yeah, just I didn't yeah, know yeah, so you're I was better like, off going to yeah. the, like you've been going to the science people already you might as well yeah. 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 so the night before we were, had to go and get the blood test my period started so we were like it hasn't obviously worked yeah. so at least we, we knew that anyway so okay. had the blood test and, and they did, confirmed did that you, when you got your period how did you feel oh devastated okay yeah and like all that money spent. Yeah. yeah, you just assume that it's going to work. And they're very nice about it on the phone. And I think it was a couple of weeks later, we had a kind of a catch up appointment with the consultant to find, okay, well, what went wrong? What could they do to kind of improve the next time? And you went in with like a million yeah, questions. Yeah, I think it's like when something doesn't work, I know I'm going to relate this, this is a stupid analogy, but if your car doesn't work, you want to find out what's wrong with the car. Mm. Do you know that kind of way? And it was the same sort of this, because this didn't work, we were like, well, we've not researched anything at all up until now. We've just hoped that science would do its thing and it would all work somehow, some way. So when it doesn't, and we go into the, the consultant and she was very, it was a different person you see. So it wasn't the doctor we've been dealing with all the time. And she was quite curt and very straight to the point. Matter of fact. As, matter yeah. of fact, that's a great way of putting it. And we're there as two people who literally have just, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com tried for like a year on her own and done best part of eight months doing this and it's just like been punched in the stomach to actually get nothing out of it mm. and she couldn't give us any answers she's like well it could be this it could be that because like when knows? i was getting my scans in the beginning before it all started and um, they said i had a small fibroid on the lining of my uterus and they're like that won't affect pregnancy it's like grand and then that consultation they were like yeah that fibroid's the size of an orange so maybe we should look into that more and yeah. it's like but you just told us that why it was fine like, why sense. not test it in the beginning so if that was, was going to size an orange yeah an orange yeah and now when i stand up when i look down i can't see one side of my stomach it sticks out a little bit more I just thought that's how my stomach was. You know yourself. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, could I, I could have a full fruit bowl at the moment. To be honest with you, but like an orange. Yeah. So they in were, your room. Yeah. So is your orange only like or I, no, your orange? Yeah. Is your womb only the size of like? Yeah. A, so they just said, and 
it was it what annoyed me was the fact that they had seen it there and they told me it was small and it wouldn't affect getting pregnant and now it didn't work it was like well actually use that as the it's bigger than what we said right, it was okay. and that's yeah. the excuse you need to go and get an mri we need to get more tests and it's like well, so d- like did you could you t- like could you say to them here lads oh no. we back our money no. we know and that's what also mental. annoyed us as well the first of, for, but the first day you're there like the very first day you're there like sign all these waivers you're not going to yeah. read those waivers because nobody bothered those. No, no, yeah. no. 100%. And I think Sign them and it'll all be good. Have never yeah. read a waiver in and my I life. And I think one of them was if we didn't get to transfer stage, mm. we'd get a small amount of money back, like a grand. And I remember when they told us the stage that the, the embryo was, it was like a marula stage and it should have been a lot more than that. So okay. looking back on it, it's like they didn't want to have to give us back any money. So they put a day five embryo in that shouldn't really have been put in. It should have maybe waited until day six to see if it did grow to the right And we might, might sound bitter about that, but it's at the same time when you've when you've been in that process, you kind of like, you know, that does it does feel like that. It feels yes. like you've been conned out or something. But, but you're putting your trust in these. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like you haven't a clue. Like, and no. No. you're, I, I mean, n- now looking back, obviously hindsight is 2020 and you yeah. can see that, yeah. you know, you could have done more research or whatever. But I can only imagine, like, if I was going through that process, I'd be like, these are the medical professionals. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Exactly. Like anything or I'm any gonna, doctor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I have arthritis, I have Crohn's, you have your issues as well. And you go to the doctor, you just put it on the table and they'll go, well, do this, this. And you're like, okay, fix me grand done. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you don't never question think it, no. yeah. to question or research. No. You never do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so what happened then when you when you got your period and you realised there was no, that, that the transfer hadn't worked mm-hmm. or whatever. Did you have a discussion about going again? Yeah, what we talked about it. Like, we, had, we had a holiday booked in May to Spain again with all the family. Yeah. And we were like, look, we'll just put it to one side, enjoy the break, and then kind of put it back on the table when we come back. Yeah. But you had then researched Spain without me knowing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> where we stay in Alicante, yeah. there's like um, quite a, f- a big IVF clinic there. And it, I think sometimes I think to myself, thinking back, I kind of wish I didn't do it in a weird way. In some respects, do what like contact go, this clinic and right, okay, look go it up, etc. Yeah. Okay, because there's so much. I, I I feel myself sometimes that maybe I pushed us into it, or maybe it, we shouldn't have gone. For, we did talk about it, but I feel like if I kind of didn't move into researching all that sort of stuff and going to that clinic, maybe we. I don't know. Sometimes I think like that. Yeah, yeah. But I'd researched this clinic and said, look, we can speak to them. Um, it's like a half an hour to an hour. You come and visit them. We can do it whilst we're on holiday and just see what it's like. See, see if it's any good. Yeah. And they did fill us. Like when we went to meet them, they filled us with so much confidence. We're they there were for so about nice. five okay. hours. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. we were brought into a room and we had a chat filled out a form and then they said to us, okay, you go off and give a sample. And he was like, what? And they're like, and do you want to go with them and help them? And I was like, what? No. <laughs> what? This is <laughs> weird. I know. Yes. Yeah. And then we're. Well, I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty sound of them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, like it is. Because if it, anyone's going to help, it's going to be you. I know, but like, we're Irish and they don't do that here. So yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. last thing I expected. And I was like, yeah. no, I don't want to help. Like that's just, you know, oh it's just God, weird. That's gas. They would not yeah. say that to you in Ireland, sure. They yeah, wouldn't. and they then wouldn't. like there, we brought we were brought into like a room with a doctor, mm. and they have like all the equipment there. I had there an, and then. I had yeah. an internal scan. They gave me the results. We were there. I had all the different blood tests. You had all your different blood yeah. tests went for lunch, came back, brought us in, 
this is what all the tests say, this is your sperm count. On the same day. On yeah. the same day, no, by one o'clock in the afternoon. That was that came to like 800 euro, but that was that 100% was well worth better. it. Like the whole operation was far better. So, I mean, for the, the like you were saying, the tests in, in Ireland were the same, similar price. Yeah. Yes, but we had to but wait you had to wait and, and you months. had to do... Oh my gosh, yeah. okay, so... Yeah. That seems... Yeah. They just filled really us with confidence with how well They were just went. so nice and they yeah. were just like, it was like, this is their job, but they really um, respect, and they, not that they didn't respect them here, but they really do give that extra bit of effort for their clients coming through the door. And they explain it so well. Like the doctor we yeah. had literally had a pen and paper and was drawing things for us for us to yeah. understand okay. it, which made it a lot easier yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And I suppose that probably added to the, the, the feeling of, I mean, confidence not only yeah. in them as in the medical professionals and doing the right job but also them as a kind of commercial entity not yes. conning you out of yes money because we knew we we're like okay we'll give it one last go with here and then whatever's meant to happen will happen mm-hmm. so we sat down and we had a chat and we just decided to do a package with them where you do two rounds of egg collection. it's called embryo banking yeah okay. so what they do because my egg count was low they Go with them, get your eggs collected, and then they just fertilize them, get whatever can get to day five, and then freeze them, and then you go for another round kind of straight away. Yeah. Okay. Um, and their aim is to get at least eight excellent quality day five embryos to send them off for testing, okay. so they can say, okay, out of those eight, two are viable, so we can implant one out of the two instead of the six duds that and aren't going to work. That's called uh, PGS testing. So yeah. PGS testing is basically like what Joanne just said, like they test it. But the only thing about that is you kind of know once they've done that test, if it's not, if what you've provided and what you fertilize doesn't work, it's kind of like, that's it. Mm, like, okay, so you kind of know. There's no point. You, yes. can, you can go ahead and you can do more, but like, is there really any point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Which, we, and that's why I think I found that good was because yeah, it gives you, like, we stop. knew we okay. had tried everything. everything. And yeah. it was yeah. like that full stop to go, not, we tried it once here in Ireland and it's like, what if if we tried again would it would it whereas we had tried everything with them yeah but the only only downside is they did put her on it like on a cocktail of drugs oh my god i was on everything with them and that's the that's the that's the part i spoke about a few minutes ago that like i in that respect i wish we hadn't done it because you don't know the effect of those sort of drugs on anyone's body um and, and so what what were the drugs what was the purpose of the drugs they're different to, more higher strength um, so we had kind of like a standard IVF egg collection mm-hmm. similar to Dublin slightly different medication and whatnot, okay. but quite similar and out of that I think we got one embryo to day five that was good quality mm-hmm. and then to get more straight away they knew what they were doing and they were bringing in um, a human growth hormone and like all these other things and we were like oh my god okay sure we'll do it and trying to get that human growth hormone in ireland was we're nearly going flying over to manchester to buy it like Like no one wanted to stock here and there was a chemist out in uh, the beacon who were just class the guy who runs it i think it might be dundons or something something makes me think that but he was so helpful and he got it like it's literally machine the machine to put it into your body it's like it looks like an old-fashioned ipod and you put in the vial and just put it on top of your leg and, and it press the button. Press yeah. it does it for you. Wow. Yeah. But like high tech. Human growth hormone is not cool because like all those sort of stuff lead into like, you know, cancer is not sort of stuff. Okay. Like people who take them uh recre- recre- recreationally, recreationally. Yeah. um, you know, it's like a steroid as well. It's just it's not cool. Like, okay, like yeah. you know, and that's the only downside I think from that 
yeah. processing. And did that have a physical side effect for you? No. I was so lucky. Again, reading on all the different forums, yeah. you hear people with whatever hormones they're taking, how crazy they are, how mm. emotional. And I think, I don't know about you, but I thought I was no, grand. No, perfectly fine. Oh, thank God. Joanna's is perfectly <laughs> fine, generally, anyway. Like, there's never any situation never, whereby... Like, I don't ever get kind of a little bit of PMS, but nothing too extravagant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was expecting the worst to happen. Yeah. But I was grand, thank God. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And so that was this Spanish clinic made you yeah. feel really positive, really good. Yes. And so you did, did just decide to go and yeah. do the whole thing with them. Yeah. Can I ask, like, was it as expensive? Were that you was guys... 13,500. 13,000. I thought it was more like 16. No, it was 13,500. I, I feel you? like Will knows his facts and figures. Oh, yes, but <laughs> I also... checked that today and I read all my blog posts from my time because that's how I actually remember because I'd forgotten all of this. Because like, as well, I forgot as well, because it's happening in Spain, those different scans are getting done before collection had to be done out in a place I found in Rathgar, was Yeah, it? the Orwell Clinic. Yeah. Okay, because so you can't keep going back and forth, obviously. Of from, course. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was going out to Rathgar for blood tests and scans every two to three days. They're really helpful as well. Oh, they're amazing. But yeah. again, that's costing more money yeah. than the drugs um, because it was a Spanish prescription. We didn't know how to get that with drug payment scheme. But gotcha. Our doctor was able to write whatever note she had to write for the chemist to get it yeah, to make sure it was covering. Was really helpful. That okay, thing. like it would have cost us like three thousand. There were other people for not. just the medication. Yeah, yeah, it's insane money. Okay, and like, did you guys have to ha- like? Because I mean, I know for for me that at the moment certainly that money just wouldn't. I couldn't oh, afford no, we, it. Like we did, had to get a loan. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Like and was got, that a discussion you had to have? Like, yes. In, okay. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. I suppose like. We wanted kids, and we obviously wanted to like own our own house, but we for we foregoed the um, the house piece because we we're going to get loans for this. Like we ran up, I think about I don't know twenty five, twenty six k worth of loans, okay. and we're still paying that off. And like yeah. we're both at an age whereby we'd love to have a house now, but we just can't afford it because we've got no money. You're still yeah. yeah, still paying that off. So yeah. yeah kind of almost in a way what would be your deposit for a house yes. has been eaten up by so yeah. it's kind of like in a weird way we've gotten through it but it's still a kind of like it's always there that that little loans reminder I just yeah. can't wait I think like it's a punishment what or something. like two years and they're done yeah, maybe two or three can't years wait for that to be done <laughs> last long it's like shopping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, the, the, that, that round obviously wasn't successful either so if we had one collection okay. they banked that uh, went back in that was happening in the September went back in in the November for the second collection and we had gotten three really good quality day five embryos which we were like oh my god wow we have four like they usually want to have eight and they want us to do another round and we okay. were like no we can't Just, afford yeah, anymore yeah, so yeah. you can send them off to get tested okay. Um. so then I think it takes maybe like three weeks to get them yeah, tested well. isn't it yeah and then we were told okay we'll give you a call the 23rd of December it was two days before know. Christmas. Yeah. We both finished work for like Christmas that day. Yeah. Joanne had gone home. Thank God. Ready to wait for call. Like yeah. I was in work. We did a conference call. And like I think that's probably the worst day of my life. Yeah. Really? It was just horrible because like. And it, isn't it funny that all those days always seem to happen? Like why is it that it's always yeah. at Christmas? And the thing was we were going to work that day and your car kind of went on fire. And we're, I was like. <laughs> we kind of went on fire. <laughs> kind of just a small so I was fire. Like, that's like the bad thing that's going to happen today. So because that happened, it can only be good. And I was like, well, positive. And I yeah. thought, okay, no, okay. We, got, we got this. And then she's like, your mom answers the phone. Yeah. I was like, listen, guys, I'm sorry. And like, I, she was said a whole heap of things. I had a clue what she said no, after that. No like, idea. Yeah. Yeah. You, did you just hear the word sorry? Yeah. yeah and then it was much. just 
tune out yeah. what do you do then and you were on a conference call yeah, yeah. so you weren't even t- together no. no because I got delayed so much from work I couldn't go home early yeah. and I luckily yeah. was told to oh it's not busy go home I don't know how would I cope with yeah. that call and work yeah god and how like how did you go? a stupid question but how did you cope was it just yeah it was, was that it kind was, of the final yeah it know? was like it was devastating when we got that call um, and just how to even process that sorry It's just for like two years we had this plan that this was going to work and we had like our future planned and we kind of, you know, fighting over names and when we buy a house, what school they might go to, what we'll do on holidays and just all of that and that was just gone. Like for In me that one phone yeah, call, yeah. Like yeah. for me, the closest thing I can compare it to is when my dad died. Mm. It's just like all of that was just gone and it just felt like a death. A loss, yeah. Yeah, so it was really really tough but then within a day or two it was like the weight had just been lifted off our shoulders because the past two years had just been kind of on pause and very much just focused on this and we didn't really do too many fun things because our money was going on this and Mm -hmm. we just focused all on this and kind of it was done the new year came and I was like I actually feel great okay I just felt so relieved I went home the next day after they found out or we found out and it, like, for Christmas, for Christmas, <laughs> yeah. and it just sucked. Like, like Christmas sucked, obviously, because of that. And when we, came, I just wanted to get back up. And I, I generally go home for like a week at Christmas down yeah. to Limerick, and I came back. I think maybe Stevens, Stevens Day. Day yeah. and I never do that. And like, we had your family over for dinner and stuff. But then when they'd gone home the next day, we literally sat down. Like, we cried. We talked it through. We cried. Talked it through. Mm-hmm. And everything just like we're like, yeah, fuck it. Like, we'll get through this. And like, we're we're pretty strong people and we're pretty strong as a couple yeah. uh, even going through all that sort of stuff and I think it does make you a hell of a lot stronger than yeah it, it makes it sure it breaks you yeah okay. and I think it was a real like it was a massive test not that we needed tests but like you know we'd been together what I don't know four years before we got married two or yeah. three years maybe and then we got married we just battled on into this and it's like that's all we think to talk about for nearly two and a half years and it was just a pain in the neck to be mm. honest in for want of a better way of putting it yeah. and it must have just been all-consuming, like it, it was. Really it took was. Your entire like life you, up. Yeah. you can't all think your of money, anything all else. your time, all your focus. Yeah. It's just. That. Did you ever have a conversation about anything else? Like was no, you, it was all your yeah. focus. Yeah. 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 And then people's always like they're asking about it and they're saying how are you getting on and. And yeah, actually, did, and you, like, did you tell a lot of people that you were doing like, it? Like I told my family. Okay. I told like maybe two or three friends, and then my manager in work just so she knew yeah. and then the girl that I w- would work most closely with were like a team of two out of a team of six gotcha. just so she knew if I'm off sick or off you in the morning just so because it's not fair people, yeah. and they were just amazing and then after that because you don't really know anyone that's going through it because people don't talk about it you kind of keep stum mm-hmm. and then for you I don't know you told your parents I told my parents family. and my brother and my sister-in-law but maybe I used to, at the time used to work with like a group of women in work rather than actually work I used to work with ten different women right. now I work with ten different men like <laughs> two women. so by the time I had like a lot of female friends and like to, told two of my best friends in work and one of them was going through it at a time she had been through it okay. um, but the girl I mentioned Jen but that was probably my only outlet. Like I dipped on to rollercoaster.e okay. once or twice to read about it. I'd never interact or ask anybody any questions. Um, Just because it's all mostly women that talk yeah. on that. And then everyone's IVF or fertility journey is so different with mm. the issues that it could be, yeah. the medication that they're put on. 
like our friend Jen, she overstimulated when she had the hormones. So she produced too many eggs. So she had to kind of stop for a month or two to get her body back to normal before they could transfer one. Okay. So everyone like... I've never known anyone there's that so was on. There's, there's so many variables. There's so many. Because don't you think, I mean, obviously, for, for I, I have very little knowledge, but like for me, I always thought it was literally just get a healthy egg, get yeah. some sperm, yeah. put them together, implant them in, hope it sticks. Yeah. Bob no, there's so, so much that goes so, into yeah. There's so much of a grey area. There's so yeah. much diversity. Or I just, there's what I think, it, it, I think it's called NH cells or NH plus cells or something oh, that, killer cells yeah your body produces like a number of these different cells um that can kill off like an egg or kill off the sperm as well it's really strange so your, your own so body much. is trying to f- yeah. yeah so yeah. then that's more money to get that test done to see yeah. if that's why yeah. which we didn't get done because we were yeah. like it's just not meant to be for us we've done okay. all the tests we can't go any further mm-hmm. so it's like at least we know we've tried we okay. can't think what if what if we did go what if we went yeah. to spain mm-hmm. what if we had all the different tests and we did, so it, you all. did it all yeah. yeah and so after that really obviously very horrible christmas um you know what happened then in the new year did you kind of was was it literally just that's it for us in terms of naturally you know yeah. carrying a child or whatever we did think about maybe they did suggest like donor eggs or donor sperm or mm-hmm. whatever and we were like I don't know whether we want to do that or not. Like, it's just an awful lot to think about, and I don't think at the time, and even now, my head would be ready for something like that because it's a lot. Like, if it was, let's say, a donor egg, and then will sperm, and the baby comes, like, how do you tell that child where Mm. the egg came from? And it's something that they would need to know because if there was ever like an issue with them and they needed blood, like, I can't give blood because it's probably not this. It's from somebody else, and it's just it's a whole nother. Kind of thing. Yeah. I think we talked about it for a good six months afterwards, on and off. And we did had the Skype call with the doctor in Spain as well yeah. about it, and just she's like, "You can do this, that, and the other with us as well." And we're like, "No, you know, what? we're." And again, you're talking thousands, thousands for that as well. And yeah. then there's this other guy who came along saying that, "Oh yeah, I've got this sachet of stuff that you can take." I don't know how we end up getting matched to him. I don't know. But we've got this drink thing that you can take. It was all kind of natural, yeah. with like vitamins and stuff. It that tastes like you were drinking like a glass of piss. It was rotten. It was just <laughs> sounds like snake oil to me. <laughs> but it just got the like, point where we were kind of we had put we had said we were done, right? But it was like if something natural and herbal and non-invasive yeah. is going to work, sure, we'll try it. And sure, it didn't. So we're like, nah. Yeah, I think okay, that came about done. because like I'd done like, these blog posts on my blog at the time. And I think that was really therapeutic for me because like it allowed me to talk to people. I was talking to like, all these different women who had gone through it. And people would tell you about adoption and tell you about all these different things. People and would tell men you about were contacting you men as well, which as well. is like, nice. They found find it tough with their partner they were maybe going through it or thinking about going through it which was really good because I was able to give them my information and stuff yeah. as well and I felt that was really good um, I think that's where that yeah. sachet thing came out yeah. of but like people were like telling you about oh I know this guy he lives up in Monaghan yeah. he'll wave a wand over you yeah. he'll step into the water and come back out and you'll definitely have kids okay like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah you went you were like the science route just the only yeah. route for me but yeah I couldn't take that yeah but then um, and what like, about the, the kind of the idea of adoption did that ever was that ever going to be an yeah we talked about that as well but it's just cost again like yeah. it's a lot of it, money it's and a long road yeah. it's just right now after spending to the guts of like 25,000 on all this with yeah. loans and trying to pay that off like our goal now is just to 
enjoy life and get a house and kind of just get settled yeah, yeah. and then kind of go from there like you could have gone into a three four year process of getting like go for an adoption because you can adopt obviously here and there's a couple of countries that ireland deal with now there's very few like mm. years ago you used to be able to go to like i don't know an orphanage in romania and pick out a child to bring it home mm. type thing and that sounds terrible but that's what happened yeah they don't they don't need to do that anymore so like and rightly so but now it's like you have to like go through all these different hoops and pay more money and it, that in itself is if we did go into that like even if we had a year off that's like it's just more time two or three years on top of what we've just done is like mm-hmm. we're not we don't want to be known as the people who like you know they can't have kids or the infertility couple like it's not like yeah we don't want to be that yeah i think that's why we started our podcast as well because yeah. like our podcast gave us an outlet to sit down once a week chat for an hour about just the most mundane of crap and just talk through a week and actually get to like spend time with each other and enjoy each other and enjoy uh why we originally got married if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. but in fairness like like you said that the fertility trying to have a baby thing consumed you for so long that you know you and you kind of did like you did almost get married and then in a way kind of go straight into that process like you started trying pretty much straight away yeah um and so now you're are you guys just having the crack saving for a house like just yeah, yeah paying yeah. off those feckin' loans and saving for a house yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's our next stage and then hopefully get a dog or two yeah. well listen I can highly Stop. recommend dogs my dog is class I can confirm um, and yeah like I just it's really interesting because for, from my perspective like 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 you confirmed for me when I got married about two years ago and um, <laughs> it's weird I'm sorry and, okay. and I um yeah, like we are, um, we aren't trying actively for to have have kids at the moment, but it's probably something that's going to happen in the next. I would imagine the next year or so, mm-hmm. um, and like these are things that I never thought would crop up. Like, yeah. I mean, you know the way you kind of think to yourself. I mean, what you were thirty one and yeah. you were thirty four, thirty five. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't actually that doesn't occur to you at yeah. that no. age. Yeah, no, no, not at all. You know, so that hasn't really crossed my mind at all, and it's. I doubt it has crossed many people's minds at that age. So I think it's interesting to to hear, you know, that it's it's not just forty plus or forty five. Yeah. You know, it it can happen at any stage. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of nuance to it. So it's it's really good to kind of find out the different routes you can go, mm. different yeah. things. You know, and also, I mean, what really struck me from talking to you, Sarah, was, I mean the fact that it is a money-making venture for yep. for clinics yeah. you have yeah. to like you have to have your wits about you because you know yeah. what, you know if you go to hospital you think okay these people are here to make me better yep. they're here to help yes you know you, you kind of automatically think they're friendly they're not gonna they're not here to screw me in any way mm-hmm. shape or form mm-hmm. but like helping people to have children is a money-making yes venture at the moment like yes. and, yeah it certainly feels like that and it's yeah. that's kind of like you know that's the sad side of it all and I yeah. think maybe if the government was more involved and I don't like you know over regulation but at the same time there should be some sort of regulation in place there that that sort of stuff is monitored and what they can or offer or even like yeah. one free go so the first one yeah. with all your tests and everything all your scans your first collection your first transfer and whether it works or not at least 
the base is done. So if it yeah. didn't work, the little tweaks they can do for the next one aren't going to cost as much. Yeah. Yeah. And also so that there's no motivation the first time from anyone, yeah, from yeah. a business perspective, to be like, yeah. and what about this? And what yeah. about this glue? And what about this drug? Yeah. Do you know, just going to amp yeah. up the, yeah. or ramp up the cost, I should say. Um, so I'm yeah. sure there's other clinics in, let's say, Ireland itself that maybe, I don't know, we just found our clinic just to be like that. And I'm sure there are other, other clinics. I'm sure that there's people that went to that clinic that like, loved yeah. it that as well and has worked yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's like everything. Yeah. But I think we're kind of at a point whereby we are one of those couples where it's just, they couldn't say, right, they couldn't diagnose as to why you can't have kids or why your fertility is not what it should be and why it shouldn't work. We're like a mystery sort of couple. Like you do hear couples who go through IVF and they might do one or two rounds and then crack that nut. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a very yeah. defined reason yeah. for the exactly. difficulties. And they'll exactly. have a baby and they might have a couple in the freezer. So if they yeah. want the second or the third, yeah. defrost them, transfer, okay. done. And defrost. they're little. I know. <laughs> it sounds so mad. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so That's there's... There's no, you guys didn't yeah. get to the kind of, there was just yeah. a mystery surrounding it. So, yeah. you know, um, well, to be honest, I mean, from my perspective, you guys are couple goals. And like, <laughs> I, the sweet thing, I just like, you know, when you were saying about being hormonal and stuff, and yeah. I was like, no, Joanne's great. Like, she's like, my husband would not say that about <laughs> me. He would not. So that's really sweet. And I think, you know, whatever happens in the future, whatever you guys decide to do, or, you know, whatever kind of routes you decide to take, yeah. like, if it is just the two of you, you're doing 10 out of 10 with, with, with that. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, we are very lucky. Even if yeah. it, never happens we're so lucky that we have each other, have each other sometimes we do yeah. get worried like so, I, I do get worried like I, I do freak out and I think Jesus what will happen if like I'm just here left or she's just here left what's going to happen then she's going to get like another bloke or something <laughs> or like you know no one will go back with me so I'm screwed <laughs> so but I do get freaked out a little bit by that yeah okay but it's the only thing okay and but in fairness like I mean like you guys have supportive families you yeah, got, yeah. You know, we, but we have little nephews one lives yeah. in Tipperary yeah. one lives in Wicklow yeah. and they're just gorgeous so yeah. we get to be the fun auntie and uncles that mm-hmm. gives them the sweets That's, that, make, that yeah. makes them do all the bold things and then they go home and get into trouble <laughs> after that because so. my brother and his wife hate me when I come down I just like instill all these bold things into Luke and he goes away doing all these different things as a result of me being there and he's hyper when I've given like chocolate or something yeah. like. and it's really nice because yeah. when I was a kid I used to love my uncle before he had kids. Not that I didn't like him after, after. <laughs> but he was, he was like, more fun he was, yeah, he was super fun. And had he the was knowledge just, of what chocolate does. He was exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I used to love going to his house over in Holland. He was just the nicest guy. Yeah. And I kind of want to be like that because I think at the time, I don't think he was ever going to get married or have kids. He actually had, got married and had kids. Yeah. But I want to be that uncle. I want to be just, and Joanne wants to be that aunt. So it's just, it's sure nice to be like that. Are, yeah. Sure yeah. yeah. I haven't spoken to your, your nephews, but I'm sure they are <laughs> not um, So thanks so much, guys, for coming on and chatting to me. It was no, thank such you a, for having us. Yeah, it was you. such a, uh, an uh, education for me um, because really I have I had no idea of um, the di- like the completely different ways you can go about these things. Mm. I thought it was all very straightforward. And this is a departure from last week's episode though with Carolyn. Slightly, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's completely. Slightly, slightly different. Slightly different. Um, but if he's want to come back on for a game of Futurama, <laughs> oh, sure, feel free. Um, so thanks again, thank you. Uh, Will and Joanne. Yeah, thank you really so much. Um, thanks, Cathy. We're still sweating. I don't know if, um, oh, I'm a puddle here. if oh, the heat wave is still on when this is going <laughs> out. I don't know, but we are still sweating. Um, and yeah, thanks to everyone for listening um, as always. And um, yeah, like I say every episode, if you want to support the podcast, we're at Private Education Podcast on Instagram. Um, 
And you guys actually, your your podcast is Meet, Meet the Decortes. Yeah. So that's I'm going to spell that because I don't. <laughs> I, I worry about people looking up Meet the Decortes. So it's M E E T. I've got that yeah. thing right. The T H E D E K O R T E S. Yes. Oh, well done. Right. I, I did my <laughs> research. Um, yeah, and and so thanks so much again for listening, and um, I'll speak to you next Friday as always. Uh, stay safe. Have fun. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.